five, four, three, two, one. You're now listening to Generational Empowerment with Ashley J and the Hilarious J Man. You know they got you covered with all the news that pushes social change. Right here live on Direct Access Radio. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man. And it's your girl, Ashley J. And you have tuned into another banging episode of Generational Empowerment. Generational Empowerment. Generational <laughs> Empowerment. Yes, yes, yes. Ashley J, Ashley J. So, you know, we've come to the end of the book. The end of the end. Relationship Goals by Mr. Michael Todd. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I mean, we were, this is um, the quickest read I have ever did before. Really? Um, like a week and a half? Oh, a week and a half? Well, like, like totaling up the days it took yeah, you to read each because we you know like, we read two chapters at a time just so at the end of the day you know it could all be fresh on the mind and everything else so yeah i mean yeah that makes sense because i finished my last two chapters in a day um and then most of the chapters i did read in like a day at the end of the day so exactly. you know we split it you know most of the two chapters i did do it in you know just one day rather than the two so yeah this was a, a pretty quick read i'm looking forward to the next book though Already? I'm looking forward to reading something like that. Oh. It was just good to just feed my body something other than trash TV and social oh. media and this and the third. I read all the time. Yeah, well, you know, after well, I'm high school and college, book. baby, I was done reading. I didn't want to read no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a bookworm. I'm a nerd. Oh, like, uh-uh, baby, after so. all that, I did not want to read no more. I'm good. <laughs> so my next book, I have already started on it anyways, but it's the um, Judge Lynn Toller. Remember I told you about her book? Yeah. How to Control Your Emotions. Oh, well, I definitely need to get that one. Yes. I definitely need to get that one because that I one sounds that like one. a definite, <laughs> definite need because I need to learn how to control my emotions. Yes. I think that's something that I definitely do. do struggle with we both actually struggle with that so don't no, just I sit just there feed off you, really. oh okay baby <laughs> <laughs> I really be feeding off you uh, but yes it's the end of the book mm-hmm. this was a great read yes it definitely um, was it definitely how, was learning how to win in relationships learning how to win in relationships marriage marriage and, and sex. sex yes marriage, yes yes and, sex. and um it has blessed me with so much information, valid information at that. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Um, I cannot disagree. It blessed me as well. Yeah, I, I definitely um, gained a whole different perspective on sex. Mm-hmm. First of all, marriage, relationships, 
people, mm-hmm. um, just like overall, just growth. Right, you know? right, right. I think, I that, was think that, that was the big thing for me at the end of the day. It was just being able to really just kind of like dive into self at the end of the day. Like I didn't have a distraction of a relationship where it was just kind of like, oh, I need to. It it didn't. I'm happy that I was single while reading it. Why? Because yeah. I'll be able to take those steps and those precautions and really be able to put it to use, yeah. you know, at the start rather than it being like, I'm in the middle of something. Now I'm like, okay, let's start all over. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not even like that. And But it, it gives you a recovery mode as well. Yeah, it, it does. It does give you a recovery mode. But I think for me, like at the end of the day, I needed to finish the book in order for me to really realize what it was that... Because I was, I, I was shooting my bow and arrows and didn't have no aim. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm over here, I'm over there, I'm over here. But I really needed to be, you know, focusing on, focusing in on, and just having a a direct target. Yes, yeah. I think that's that's what the goal of the book was to yeah. make sure you target, aim well, aim at something, and aim at something that's has longevity mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. we, we in this popcorn microwave society yeah well we want the fame we want the riches we, we want, want the notoriety just like that like this like yeah this. just so, like that and it can't happen that way yeah it can't happen it so, can't happen that and way. i have to learn that too because you know when you learn different new tactics or when you learn different um just strategies in life you think that like it's just automatically just gonna happen it's gonna be working for you and mm-hmm. it's just like it takes time and all those people that you did not ever see or you seen one time and then next time you seen them and it was just like that was on you know right, like, right. It's just like they they still went through a, a battle they still went through you know the ups and downs the mountaintops the valleys in order to get to that place but right. what's being broadcast is not until they're on Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. I, it was I think this this book really helped me also to realize the um, the danger when you're dealing with a person that's already dealing with someone. It really what you mean? It's, like as far as like, or? no, as far as you know how sometimes you might. Well, in the past, I have found myself in situations where I've dealt with people that might have already had a partner gotcha and at the end of the day you reading the book it really helped me to realize how damaging Mm -hmm. you know that was and how damaging it was not only to myself but to that person that was actually doing it to you know so it's just kind of like it it really helps you realize you know the the Stance and the standard in which you should build relationships and build, you know, at the end of the day, you can't have, you know, you can't just be shooting your target out there. You got to have some aim and you got to know what you're going for, you know? And I think just like in our society, um, predominantly men, they are spreading their royal oats everywhere. (laughs) Well, okay. Okay, that is finish. true. Yeah, go ahead. They are, <laughs> you know, they got this baby mama, this baby mama, this baby mama. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're not, well, they don't have any standards on um, going about, are they dating properly? Mm. You know, what is the goal? Like, okay, you, even if you're trying to have your little night of fun, but still protect yourself in a way with just like a person won't be breathing. You won't bring a 
illegitimate child in this world that has to go through the same cycles, the same patterns that you went through. Right. You know, such as if you was a single, your parents, whichever one, was a single parent or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case, it's just like you sending them through that same never-ending cycle. Right. You know, and it's just like... What you aiming for? What's yeah. your goal? What's your goal here? Wow. Like, what are you getting at at the end of the day? So, this book was the bomb. Diggity, the diggity, bomb. Diggity. Okay. So, we're going to get into it because, you know, I know you're ready for this heat. Baby. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead chapter, with that heat. <laughs> this chapter was all about marriage. Mm -hmm. um, basically, the major keys to successful marriage. Mm -hmm. And it definitely hit me home, 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 home. Because, you know, I'm not single. Yeah, you're I'm freshly married at that. Freshly. Like, freshly married Valentine's at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, marriage requires hard work and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, um, before I even got married, I knew what I wanted. Um, I didn't understand the sacrifice part. I knew the hard work. I knew it was going to be a lot of hard work. But when they mean sacrifice, it's dying to self, mm. you know, and I wasn't ready to die to myself because mm. I thought I was popping and I thought like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just thought that, you know, you're going to come into my world and that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. You how know? I am is how you're going to take it. And you know, it yeah. just is what it is. Yeah. So I had to quickly learn that, you know, baby, you got to sacrifice. I mean, well, you got to die to yourself. You got to sacrifice. It's going to be a lot of sacrificial things in the marriage, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, if the intimacy is off, but the connection is thriving, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You're just learning as you go on how to improve and better communicate and just, you know, get that glue and bond together. So, yeah. you know, it's not 100% perfect. Yep. By a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> no marriage is though. And you know, that's something that he definitely says in the book at the end of the day, you know, when you get married that, that you know, it you, it's work. It's yeah, it's not work. a golden ticket to the paradise. Yeah, you know? like, it's work. It's work. It's but like work. he was stating, everyone wants that bond from a marriage. Mm. You know, I think that's why everybody wants to be married because the bond that it, it comes with, mm -hmm. you know, supposedly. Supposed to come with a bond. It's supposed to come with this um, burden that's lifted, such as, you know, you got somebody that says they want to spend forever with you or, you know, they're willing to go through the trenches, sickness and health, rich or poor, that type of vow. But I think that if you don't have the mental capacity or the mental maturity that is needed for a marriage, then you're going to find yourself trying to um, rekindle. You're going to find yourself trying to pick up a lot of those pieces mm. that was missing what you didn't do in your singleness, mm -hmm. right? That's why I say I wish I did have this book when I was single because mm -hmm. I went I went down many different paths discovering who I was, what I liked, didn't like. But I felt like if I had something such as um, this book, something so pivotable, something so tangible, something so alive, right. you know, it would have helped me maneuver totally different, you know. But so I'm going to drop the jewels with the certain keys to successful marriage. I got the keys, keys, keys. Maybe the alcohol. I'm drinking water, baby. <laughs> drinking water. I'm drinking water, baby. Oh, you just put the lemons, I mean, the things yeah. in there, but that's really water. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, okay, Jay. A little fruit water. Beyonce water. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first key would be understanding each other's needs. Mm. Mm. You know, just like a parent when you got several different children, right? Mm -hmm. You got to know, like, 
Jay is this type of person, Ashley is this type of person, Glenn is this type of person. You know, you gotta know your children, how they operate, how they love, how they show different affection, right? In order for everything to kind of, you know, be smooth. Yeah, in order for it to have balance. Exactly. So, I think that was great for the number one key, right? Understanding each other's needs. Doing exactly what the other person tells you they like or don't like. Instead of uh, assuming what they may like. Or I was looking at the divorce court the other day and the guy, he had his own like medical company or um, imaging company. Uh-huh. And um, he was showing his gift, I mean showing his love through gifts. And she wanted like his time, right? Uh-huh. So she was telling him for my birthday, I want to go to Miami. You know, I wanna, you know, go to Miami, da da da, right? So he ended up buying her a bike, a motorcycle bike. Mm. So he was like, oh, I asked her mom and her sister, you know, what was it that she really wanted? Like she been talking about that she wanted this bike all year, da da da. -da. And he said they, they, they really wanted, um, they, they really think she would want the bike. Yet it's still her own husband. I mean, his own wife is telling him. I, I want the vacation. Yeah. You know, I, I want to go. go. I want to get us, away. Yeah, I want to get away <laughs> so you and I can have that quality time so we can rekindle a lot of things because they've been working so much. And he totally disregarded that. So he just like understand each other's needs. If I'm telling you this is what I want and this is how it needs to go or this is what I don't like, then you're supposed to pay attention to that because, yeah. you know, it's just like it'll be beneficial. You won't not miss the mark. You will miss, I mean, you will hit it right on. You will hit the target right on, on point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's just like, okay, he or she said this is what they want. That is what they want. So what you think? Um, I agree with that like 100% as far as like you, ha- you have to learn to listen. And when you listen, you have to learn to understand. Like for me, um, I will pretty much tell a person flat out, like somebody say, hey, you know, what you want to do for such and such and this, then the third. If I tell you that, mm-hmm. my expectation in my head mm-hmm. is, is, is it's going to be exactly that. Hey, what you want to do this weekend? I want to go to the park. I want to have a picnic, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you take me to Six Flags. <laughs> I didn't ask you to go to Six Flags. You asked me what I want. I told you what I wanted, and you still went and did your own thing. And one thing about me, especially being a tourist, I guess you can say is I... I'm one of those people where everything got to be planned out, strategic. Yeah, it yeah, got yeah. the, it I'm got the kind of, it got the kind of flow. So if you just, I'm not one of those spontaneous types. Like you can't just spring really? it. Yeah, you you can't like just switch it up on me when I already have in my mind or in my head that it's gonna be one thing. See, I used to be like that, mm-hmm. and I used to like be so gun hold on this is this is this is, and then I started dealing with people that was very spontaneous mm-hmm. and I was just like oh I'm glad they did that because it just showed you know I'm like because we get so conditioned to being comfortable you mm-hmm. know that comfortability that comfortable zone and it's just like uh, if it was up to us we'll be doing the same thing all the time same over and over again. over and over yeah and it's just like different personalities to put us in spaces where it's just like I'd be so glad because I say I want that picnic this and that you'll take me to six flags and I'll be like I've been six legs so long. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. And I think I think that's where that balance is kind of needed. And know? then, you know, like, to each its own at the end of the day. Like, and I think it honestly just, honestly being truthful, it just depends on the situation and what it might be. I might say I want a picnic and you might say, hey, we going to Bora Bora. Oh, okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pack my bag. 
is, you know. So at, at the end of the day, I think it's all about the situation. But if you take me somewhere like, like if I say I want to have a picnic this and third, and you say you're going to take me and we end up going to Six Flags, I don't feel like being hot and sweaty and getting on roller coasters and standing in lines. I want to sit down. I want to eat. I want to, you know, lay up and chill. And But you want me to be hot and sweaty and run around crazy. Yeah. You know, so, but it's, it depends on the situation and what, but it, what I think might be you going should, on. Like, still understand each other's needs to that point, you know? Yeah, like, but, that, and that that's the big thing. Like, I really enjoyed reading that as far as, like, when he added his wife in, as far as her breaking it down, as far as the needs of a man. Yeah. And I got the needs all, of yep, a woman. Good, good Yeah, stuff. that was so, all good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely good. I wrote a lot of those cue points down that we're going to speak on when we come back. So, guys, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with that. Heat. Alright. <laughs> you and me. This is your victory. What's going on, world? And welcome back to Generational Empowerment. Yes, yes. So when we left off, we were talking about the major keys to a successful marriage. Mm-hmm. So if you think about a marriage, you're in a marriage, you're engaged, you know, this book is so essential to know improving your mindset improving the value of your relationship and everything and i just think that you know it it would truly bless you in so many ways like i'm gonna reread chapter nine because it was some things you know like you rewatch a movie and you like oh i didn't catch that Mm -hmm. when i read like i i love to read readers it's like one of the things that um has been a goal of mine to read several books a year and i didn't know millionaires read seven books a year Seven. Seven okay. books a year. Well, I need to get. I need to read six more this year. Yes. I so I need to get on it. <laughs> yes. I need to get on it because we already in June, baby. Yeah, I read like when I was on my celibacy journey. Um, I read the what is it? What the weights with um Devin Franklin, Devon okay. Franklin. And... So you're gonna bring that to me on Tuesday to work? Well, you're gonna bring oh, that yeah, to me because yeah. I okay. definitely need that. Okay. I definitely need something that is going to help add substance to the journey that I'm on. You know, um, I can pray all day, I can read Bible scriptures, and this and the third, but just reading honestly helps to release and yeah. just kind of like you know add value to the body and the mind and the brain. Definitely. Um, it, it's just like that, you know, food for soul, that mm-hmm. the ingredients in the soup, you yeah. know, it, it really is that. Yeah. So, so basically, right, if you didn't know, I'm going to explain to you what women need in a marriage or a relationship engagement that is going to give them fulfillment, that's going to put them in a space where they'll be able to operate from their highest potential, right? Mm-hmm. So women need security. Uh-huh. Right, and I'm gonna break everything down. They need affection, uh-huh. they need communication, and um, yeah. Now, I, I had put that wrong, I should have put that right there. What happened? Nope, that's all everything. But we need communication, communication, security, security, and affection. And affection, okay. So, um, of security, right? Uh-huh. When you are in a marriage or a relationship, even when I was in a relationship before I got married, security was my priority why because i'm a cancer i love security you know my home is my sanctuary 
my bedroom is my oasis it's you know it's just like i need security i flourish better when i know that this is solid this is real this is you know this is just something tangible where i can say like okay we in the long haul for this or you know i just need that security right. when you are constantly well if we are constantly about to break up so if we are at at a point where it's just like it's no end goal you know if we're not working towards marriage you know then a, a woman just needs that security mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so i just think that that was like head on the nail head on the nail so affection or mm -hmm. you want to give some it seems like you want to say something yeah just i think when it comes to the security um of a woman it's just making sure that at the end of the day that reassurance is there you know or security period i don't want to just put well, i know you're talking about women so i'll just focus on women but just yeah. you know <laughs> i've dated a woman before so it ain't like you know i don't know but as far as just like provi providing her with that reassurance of she's beautiful she's the only one you got eyes for at the end of the day yeah. you know the security of knowing that when she comes in the room you're not trying to hide your phone or you know what i'm saying when she comes in the room you know your eyes still light up and you know she still got it yeah. you know i think that's one of the major things you know when providing security for your mate is to make sure that they know that they still got you yeah you yeah, know yeah. don't leave no gray area don't leave no gray area at the end of the day. You know, God provides us with security every day when he wakes us up. You know what I'm saying? If you're attached to him. So provide your mate with that same security as far as, you know, just that reassurance of, hey, you know, you look beautiful today, even on their worst day, you know, at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, you just never know what your mate might have dealt with in the past that that could really diminish that security that they're looking for in you. 100%. Which might cause, with you not providing that security, they go looking for it elsewhere. Yep, so that's why they might spruce up a little bit when they go to work, or they might spruce up a little bit when they go to the grocery store. Because at the end of the day, that attention yep. that you don't give them, that security that you don't give them, they gonna try and find it elsewhere. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And that's what we talked about even when it came to infidelity. Uh -huh. Why infidelity takes a place, what takes place. So another thing is affection. You know, I think that's just a universal thing for human beings. You know, we want to be touched and loved on, caressed. But for women, it I think it's that next level of security, right? When you're giving that affection, when you're giving that 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 wholesome hugs or you know tender kisses he's just like oh i'm the only one you know or mm -hmm. just that feeling of like you know we just that wanted feeling that mm -hmm. that 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 wanted feeling you know? so what all is affection you know some people feel that their affection might be in buying somebody a gift that might be how they show somebody affection Does affection that is a Okay, so we will have to get very technical and figure out the definition. Because no, I think I'm... affection comes from when a person is able to physically do something, either with their lips, either with their hands. Mm -hmm. You know, that's affection. Like Rubbing the feet. To... Yeah. You Massages. Get Those type of things. Let me Where take you... out your soul in. <laughs> 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 Not take out your soul in. <laughs> exactly. Where you able to do 
things that require some type of labor from you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I get it. Like you, you know, to give. That's I think that's a that's a love language. You know, breakfast in bed. You know, surprise yeah. them with, hey, I done came home. It's it's dishes full of sink, a sink sink full of dishes, and but I done cooked you dinner, baby. Yeah. And I got your favorite wine. Well, I think it's more so, I think that's, like, okay, when I look at those type of things, I think that's acts of service when it really? comes to love language. When a person mm. is bringing you breakfast in bed, when it, when those when that person is doing those things that require them to manipulate other things to get one thing. You know what I'm saying? I got So you. affection is like, I give you a kiss on the lips, the forehead. Mm. I give you, when we in bed, you're holding me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the forehead kiss. So, you did you watch, what was it? The Wood. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't the wood. The best man. You remember? It's been so long Okay, so Tay Diggs, how he used to woo the girls was the forehead kiss. <laughs> so after me first watching that that movie, mm-hmm. that's all I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> kiss him on the forehead, baby. Yeah. I give that forehead think, kiss, baby. Mm. <laughs> I think because a lot of us didn't grow up with fathers or mm-hmm. we did have fathers he, he wasn't as present with the forehead kisses right mm-hmm. so I think it brings out the little girl in us you know oh. and, I, and I can only speak to myself or maybe other women but I feel like when you give that forehead kiss it's that that masculine security you mm. know that that makes you know, sense that man, makes sense that that's it yes, that's yes. it <laughs> <laughs> but yes um so we need security affection and communication you know, women love to talk, 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 talk. Like me, I mm-hmm. can talk all day, every day. You can be sleeping, I'll be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just serious. I remember, like, I when I was young, I was like, I gotta have me a talk show because I talk too much. Yeah. People used to say, like, when you gonna stop talking? Your mouth don't stop running. Nope. I could be talking to myself. I used to be in my room talking to myself. My mom thought I was crazy, but I was in a whole like um. I was in a whole nother world. Like, I was just manifesting at, like, six and ten years old of, like, mm-hmm. the life that I wanted. So, I was practicing being on Oprah's couch and talking about my life. This girl said Oprah's couch. Right, right. <laughs> she said she find out stuff about you every time. I swear to God, I used to be on the couch and I used to be practicing what I was going to say to Oprah. I used to be practicing when I got on a big stage, what I was going to say, my acceptance speech, because I don't know, I was probably going to be a rapper, singer, or something, that I was going to need some acceptance, an actress, or something. Because people say that I should be an actress because I got too many personalities and I can switch up real quick. <laughs> but anyways... Communication. We need that communication. Hey, baby, you know, what is it that you need me to do? You know, mm-hmm. communicate with me how you feel. Hey, when you did this, I didn't really like that. Men are very reserved. They are very, you know, kind of, We okay, that's not, that's not too much of a big deal where I need to address it. You know, women, it would be the slightest thing, like, the slightest thing. And yeah, and but you know, you also have emotional men out there, such as myself. You know, where at the end of the day, some things that might seem small to our mate, you know, yeah. that might not seem as big but to no, them. You, so. But you're still a man. I don't care how emotional you may be. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, it's just certain things that you, we done been in heated situations. Mm-hmm. And you'll walk off. Or you, you'll you do things that a man would do. Mm-hmm. You know, me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, forget like, okay, Jay being a man. <laughs> you know, but... 
Yeah, so women need definitely security, affection, communication. For me, the biggest thing, if you can give me security, I give you everything in the world. Mm-hmm. If you give me security, give me. Because I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that. That was the one thing. That's why I've been living where I live for 10 years. Yeah. You know, I was with one person for nine years. Like, I'm big on security. If you can't give me that, oh, baby, I'm going to be bouncing. Or are you big on comfortability? No, I'm big on security. Mm. Because the thing is, you know, that comes with other things on why I probably was living where I was living because I was in school and, you know, I was trying to figure out career things. So it was just like, I wasn't worried about moving. I was worried about trying to get my life together and get set up for the big come up. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. That was Absolutely. my mind frame. I get but it. comfortability, no. I, I have always been told since a child that I was very adaptable. Mm-hmm. I, I adapt to many situations like like we spoke before my mother is a uh, it's a drug addict and so I had to live with different um, family, family members that love me like their own mm-hmm. that was a problem like people let me get away with extremely too much mm-hmm. extremely too much you you are <laughs> spoiled rotten yes they've been allowing me to get away with extremely too too much <laughs> You know, it has done a lot of damage. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially but, being somebody that has to work with you. Absolutely. <laughs> but I don't know why. Spoiled you know? brat. No, I'm not. So, right? So we got what women need that's going to get them to make the house the home. Mm-hmm. What is going to give the men exactly what they need, right? So okay. men need honor. Break it down. They need respect. Break it down. And they need support. Okay. And what everybody wants. But it's specifically to say with men. Sex. Sex. (laughs) I think that's universal. I think they should have put sex with women as well. Like, women be needing sex. And I don't got no sex, but I'm irritable. But you know, what I think that it really is, is because you have to think of the testosterone that's in men and the sex drive that's in men compared to women in studies, you know, in medical studies at the end of the day. You know, like they say, you know, most men have a higher sex drive than women. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, we spoke about libido and Mm -hmm. we talked about, you know, um, what, what kind of influence is that? You know, well, me, I'm going to speak for me because I know I don't speak for a lot of women. Like, I have a high libido. Like, high libido. Now, because I'm gaining a little weight, my libido been down a little bit. <laughs> We're going to keep it real. But, and that's because I have a higher count of testosterone. Mm-hmm. So, it's so crazy. <laughs> what? No, I'm just keeping Aggressive it real. Aggressive woman. Yes. So, but for men, they say honor, respect, and support. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the biggest thing because men feel like they have to fight so many different wars. Once they leave out the house, it's a whole nother war that they have to fight. You right. Know? And so when they come home, they need your support. They need that love, that that honor, and that respect to say, you know, thank you for going and being the provider that we need. You know, I, I, I support you on this, 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 and this. You know, just spin that backbone, you know. So I think that that is essential to what's going to make a successful marriage and giving the man that they need. Because, you know, what really um, stuck out the most was the respect thing, you know. Men don't care about no love. They don't care about love. They don't thrive on if she's in love with me. It's more so if she respects me. 
right? Because you just think about like once you cross that threshold of calling a man whatever you want, talking to him, whatever. Being and disrespectful. Think, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's where things starts to crumble because it's just like, what? You know, a woman is just like, oh, you don't love me because the way you're treating me. You know what I'm saying? He like, you don't love me the way how you acting, how you, you know, I guess treating me. Yeah. I mean, because basically, um, I don't know if you're going to get to this part where she was saying that um, if you uh, deny your mate sex, um, then basically they feel as though, you know, you don't love them or oh, yeah, you're yeah. interested. And, but I think for as far as like the respect thing, I think is you, you can't emasculate your male companion Hmm. you and at the end of the day you know some men put themselves in situations where the woman is able the woman is able to you know if you break that down I'm confused what do you mean so you it's an act of sex and you feel like a woman put not just necessarily I was just saying as far as sex goes you know because you listed it listed down as far as sex goes you know at the end of the day if you deny your mate sex what she was saying was you know your mate may feel as though you know you don't care about them and you know you're uninterested or yeah. you know it'll give them they they start thinking oh well i need to go elsewhere you yeah, know what yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, you can no. give it to me i need to go elsewhere but it's in regards to the respect factor you know sometimes in certain tones women can emasculate their Oh yeah, their mate. Definitely. You know, and when you make a male feel emasculated, or you know, you make him feel less than, then at the end of the day, <laughs> that opens up a door for so much. You know, yeah. because I thought you were thinking. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you you take away, you know, his feeling of, you know, I wear the drawers. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I wear the drawers. Yeah. I wear the pants. At the end of the day, I bring home the bacon. You're supposed to cook it. Yeah. But, you know, some men put themselves in predicaments where their girlfriend, it's, wife may not feel that way. Yeah, I make more is, than you. Yeah. I'm going to work. You at home. So you fry on the bacon. Yep. But I think that, you know, when it comes to sex, you know, I feel like we have innate. And when I mean innate, right? Innate. That, innate. Uh-huh. Right. That just means it just happened involuntarily. Uh-huh. Right. So we just have innate behaviors where when it comes to the bedroom certain you know that aura of what a man's supposed to do what a woman is supposed to do Uh i just feel like if you cross certain thresholds uh such as allowing your woman to do certain things right or vice versa then i think that's when confusion comes about right because if you do things in the bedroom that to the world or society may seem as emasculating then I think it, it kind of crosses different thresholds where, you know, it's just certain positions men should be in. You, you, got, you got to break that down for me because I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> you done took it way left. <laughs> okay, well, let me get back on the train. We're going to have to talk about that on break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. (laughs) Okay, so the biggest thing that I learned in marriage, Mm -hmm. relationship, dealing with a man, I have, I am an alpha woman. Mm -hmm. I'm an alpha female, but I am like a lioness. You know, I can be unbothered. I can know that this is my king and he is the king of the tribe. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, put forth any type of 
you know, challenge. Right. right? So, what put me in a lot of bad situations, but it helped me grow. It gave me an opportunity to see a different perspective. Women, what he stated is that women allow your man to fail. Me, I be trying to crock the cradle. <laughs> yeah, you be trying to play mama, baby. Yeah, don't be a mama. I, like I said, I'm a cancer. So we have a lot of motherly instincts. Even mm-hmm. my friends say that I'm like the mother of the group because I care so much. That's one of the things I don't like about myself is that I care too much. Well, that's the way that God made you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with it. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it's on me, yeah, you know? But I just, you. I be having like, ooh, actually don't care. Hey, though. Hey, Be mad. Be upset. Be mad. Like, I forget so quickly. You can hurt me. Hurt me, hurt me. And I just be like, okay, you know, it's okay. Right. You know, I just, and I, I won't think nothing about it. Mm. You know, I've learned to love that. But, you know, it's like, don't, don't be a mother. Like, men, they grown. They don't want to feel like all over again. I'm a teenager in my mama house. Right. That pushes them away. Right. I had to learn that. I heard, you ain't my mama. Right. You ain't my mama. Leave me alone. Yes, I am your mama. <laughs> Donnie, where you at? <laughs> so you let God be the enforcer. If a person, God gave you a revelation or something, and it's just like, it's not your duty to sit here and try to get them to realize the revelation. You give that to God. Don't be their mom. Don't try to chastise them. Or don't try to, you know, just badger them with so much. Like, one of my homegirls, she was telling me, like, you need to tell him again how you feel. And I was like, no, I don't beat dead horses. You know, like, I, I speak on how I feel, or I tell you this is what I don't like. And uh-huh. if you continue to do that, then that's up that's to up you. That's up to you, right. So how I react or how I respond later on, you'll understand. Or it's just like, I'm just more mature about certain things. Just in friendship, if I tell you, like, Jay, I don't like how you make me feel this, this, and you continue on, then you'll understand why the friendship has ended. Because I told you how you make me feel is something that is not comfortable for me. And that is not pushing me to be anything better. It's making me feel X, Y, and Z. Right. So, at the end of the day, when stuff goes sour, you'll understand. Oh, okay. I understand. I get it. So, yep. you'll be a better friend for the next person. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can honestly say, like, you know, in our first stages of, like, trying to build some sort of foundation, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to friendship and this and the third, we had to have a lot of those Jay or Ashley, I don't like, or Jay, I don't like. I think we got very comfortable because our signs are compatible. Right. You know, and I think we got, um, I think if it was a different setting, if we didn't work like a corporate job together, Mm -hmm. then I think it would have been a lot different because it's just like we had to understand boundaries. But it allowed me to understand boundaries because I don't understand boundaries. Mm -hmm. That was never something that was in my vocabulary. Right. So it's what's that? Boundaries. I can do the same. <laughs> what I, I want to do. <laughs> this how I'm feeling. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and nobody okay, ever like put me in my place on that. They just kind of like, you know. Don't get me wrong. I don't have some pushback on like Ashley. You were just out of line. Right. Like, Ashley, that made me feel X, Y, and Z. And in the beginning, I would be like, girl, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to, when I became mature and God gave me a transformation, mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I need to do things different. I need to go about things. But I think we got very comfortable. And then we just like, okay, we need boundaries because we work together. And then how we talk on a regular basis or in generational empowerment, is it can't be nowhere like that in our work setting. You yeah. know, so, you know. 
we had to learn some boundaries. And like yeah. I said, it was good for me because I didn't know about boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. You That's know, this good. was all like a learning experience for, you know, for both of us at the and end of the day. Because you said you were done having a friend or friendships. Like yeah, you said you were yeah. I now. said that when I had, I said, oh no, I'm never, mm-mm, outside of work, mm-mm, I don't know you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when I see you Monday through Friday, hey, how you doing? And just keep it pushing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what God was trying to show me is, it's okay, but you have to learn to have those boundaries. You have to learn to have that type of communication and understanding with one another. And at the end of the day, you can't take what happened in one experience mm-hmm. and let it stop you from growing into another. Because if I would have just cut you off at the work setting, yeah, I would have never gotten into where we are today. Absolutely. You know, with generational empowerment and you know, with the podcast and with direct access, just like everything that came about like you know it brought me into at what i feel at the end of the day was what god was trying to bring me into yeah when you know he was trying to get you to that promised place you yeah. know or my purpose steps to it. Yeah. one of my purposes yeah you one know? of your purposes i believe that wholeheartedly so like i said it helped me with having boundaries because people give me my way so much and i don't understand why i don't know if that's god's blessing for me <laughs> because i've been through so much <laughs> just like Give this leeway to you. No, I think it's just more or less because you, like you say, you got a little extra testosterone, and you know, don't nobody want to meet you out in the parking lot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to have to meet you out in the parking lot because you're crazy. <laughs> well, I can't use the word crazy as you mm. told me. You say us men like to use that word crazy, crazy. but yes, you have no, a lot of personalities. Yes, you're vocal. You <laughs> And you got a little extra testosterone than the I normal. I do have extra yeah. testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I was like, what you trying to say? I'm some, I got a little man on me. <laughs> in me. He's like, just, no, some Just women, to eat you, bitch. <laughs> no, that's why your, your, um, your, your uh, baby hair is connected to your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what he said. Mm. Oh, wow. That's why you have, like, excessive hair mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, mm. Mm-hmm. So sure. basically, what you want to do, mm-hmm. you is a mess, Jay. So what you want to do, you want to give him encouragement, you want to give him wisdom, you want to give him prayer. You know, um, what has really helped me in my marriage is like we'll send each other um, a sermon that that we watched before or we just watched, and we'll kind of like, hey, what you think? Like when you listen to it, like can we talk about it? So we'll be like, what you think about this, 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 and that? Or like if somebody has something going up, going on, such as, you know, um, you know, an event, it just be like, dang, you know, you, 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 you walking in your purpose. Like, I'm so proud of you with this and that. I know that's essential for a man. So, you know, you got to do it. You yeah. got to do it. You got to love and respect your king. Mm-hmm. You have to love and respect oh, your like king. That. And your king has to love and respect his queen. Hallelujah. So at the end of the day, if you're dating somebody and you don't look at them as, you know, your king or your queen, then maybe you're in the wrong situation. You know, at the end of the day, that might not be the relationship for you. That might just be the stepping stone to your future. Period, pooch. But on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to dive a little bit more into these keys. You me. And welcome back, guys. And when we left off, Ash, we were talking about the keys, major keys to a successful marriage. Yes. And we talked about when women need 
we talked about what men need. Mm-hmm. You know, women need security, affection, communication. Right. Men need honor, respect, and support. Right. And S-E-X. Men sex. need sex, 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 sex. Right. I be watching Divorce Court. You know I love Divorce Court. And <laughs> I told you these while watching. Because the information, well, the advice that she gives yeah. is very valid. Like I told you, I'm going to give you her book. It's really nice. So yeah. I can't wait to read it's it. It's based on that. Because, you know, a lot of, we're human beings. So a lot of things we go through mm-hmm. the same. So. Yeah. But, yeah. So when I was talking about, uh, man, you need to give them, um, give him encouragement. Hey, baby. <clears throat> I love what you're doing. You know, keep at it. Thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for making up the bed. Thank you for, you know what I'm saying, making sure these bills are paid. Those type of things. You want to give him wisdom. Hey, you know, if he's in business or, you know, whatever, you make sure you want to give him some type of wisdom that you've learned, whether it's from someone else, listen to a sermon, a family member that you felt that was very wise, you know, and you want to give him prayer. One thing this guy told me that, that you want to pray over your man when he leaves the home. Make sure he's protected. Make sure the Holy Spirit allows him to um, go into the right places, speak to the right people, gain the right perspectives and the revelations that he needs. So that is major key into a marriage. So we're going to get on with, and what's crazy, that was key one. Yeah. All of that was just in key one. All of that was in key one. One. But just understanding those needs. Just understanding the needs. I love me, baby. Okay. All right. So key number two <laughs> is knowing how to talk to each other. Mm. Knowing how to talk to each other. Maybe that was reading me because I don't know how to talk to nobody. I know it was. I know I was reading this. I was like, oh, I bet this eating Ashley up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, boo-boo. I know how to talk to people, mm. right? But if, if you put me in a space where I feel like you put me back against the wall, because I am a cancer, I am a crab, you know, when I don't really come out of my shell until it's ready to, you know, ready come to swim them claws, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you say something I don't like, you do something I don't like, my mouth. What is it? The tongue, the sword, my tongue is like a sword. For sure. For sure, for sure. But I'm not disrespectful where I'm be, I'm be little for you. <laughs> be little. <laughs> be little. <laughs> where, you know, like, I belittle you. You know, I'm just way disrespectful. I may get very loud, and that's coming from, you know, I've seen my grandparents and my, my parents. They are extremely loud. My, my sister, her normal inside voice is loud. Just, you know. That brings back to like what happened this week at work. And I love that you were there when I was talking to um, one of the employees. And she was like, you just attacked me. And no, she said you got loud. And I was like, no, he didn't get loud. You feel attacked. Yeah. Because you was in her pockets. You yeah. know, you were speaking something that she wasn't really ready to hear. So she interpreted that as loud. Your voice did not raise a model t- what is that? A, a tone, tone or anything. Nothing. Yeah. It, it was just, it was calm, mm-hmm. but you had an aggressive note, like your pitch 
was low. Like, mm-hmm. your voice was low, but your tone was aggressive. Mm-hmm. And that's why she felt like she was she attacked. Was, yeah. And I was just like, nah, he ain't lying. You just, he feel like attacked. But that's why he said you got to know how to speak to your spouse. And me, I'm very vocal. Mm-hmm. For many years, um, I allowed people to run over me. Um, because I, I didn't have a voice. I was very timid. I was very shy. Extremely shy. And you wouldn't even believe that with Not now, no, absolutely no. not. <laughs> not now, absolutely not. Ashley is nowhere near shy these days. But that's the reason why, you know, you don't you don't know why God does what he does or why you are the way you are. And I was extremely shy, very timid. I used to be so mad that I couldn't speak how I felt. Really? I used to be so mad that I couldn't express how I felt. I used to be like, dang, why I didn't say that or this and that. And I don't know, I can't tell you when it all clicked. I cannot tell you. I just got fed up. I'll never forget. I was just so, I was, I used, I didn't used to get picked on, but I'll never forget this incident. We was at um, camp and this girl, she was like a twin or whatever. And I think I had said something. Oh, no, I think I didn't say anything. I think everybody else was saying stuff. And I was, I used to always be myself. I wasn't with the, going with the herd of the crowd. I actually used to be over there in the corner by herself. Mind my business. Mind my business. I was a nerd. They came over and they poured milk. I remember you telling head. me somebody poured milk over your head in camp. Yeah. Poured milk. And I, that's probably what, that probably switched to me. And I was just like, oh, no, nah, never again. And I just changed and I was like I'm gonna speak my mind I'm gonna speak how I feel all of that and that's what things changed because that was I don't remember how embarrassing that was I don't think I was like bullied or everybody was like ah oh, look at this I don't I, they probably felt sad for me but I don't remember the reaction but I think that's when everything kind of changed because it was just like um I was just too timid and shy so I didn't know how to speak to people and then now I speak to people reckless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I be thinking they be needing that reckless. Like you, be, you need Jay need that reckless sometimes because he he can he can go there. He can definitely step out of his boundaries. But when it comes to marriage, you need to learn how knowing how to speak to each other. You know, stop speaking to each other insecurities. You know, one big thing for me is just like, if you talk about my situation, because God has put me in a a place where he's trying to mold and he's trying to shed a lot of things from me. And I used to take a lot of things for granted, for granted, people for granted, money for granted, just a lot of things. And now it's just more so, um, if if somebody says something about my financial situation, I feel attacked because I'm just like, you don't know where I came from. (laughs) You don't know where I came from. Like, you know, stuff like that. But just even knowing how to talk in a friendship, you know, Uh like with you, I have to know how to talk to you because I I think sometimes I teeter off in some things that you don't like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's all about learning who you're dealing with. It's all about, you know, being able to communicate effectively and being able to speak your partner's or your friend's language, you know, at the end of the day, everybody has their own language. I mean, we got hundreds of languages out there, but at the end of the day, you know, it's more than five languages, sweetie. Love languages? No, language, period. I was just talking in general language, like, you know, Spanish. French. I was speaking language. But I'm saying, how you gonna sit here and say that you gotta speak their language? 
I was just saying, I was just saying language period, okay? Cut. Anyway, but yeah, you you just have to, you know, know what speaks to you. Like, you know how you can speak to me, and at the end of the day, I ain't going to feel no way. It ain't going to sway nothing, this and the third. And you know how you can get up under my feathers, and (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) start. But but what, what is essential is me knowing, because I never forget this sweetheart of a girl. Um, I met her, and when I get comfortable with a person, mm-hmm. that's when a recklessness come out, I guess. Because, <laughs> baby, when I first met you, I was like, oh, she's so sweet. She just does her work, and then she just leaves. Don't say bye. <laughs> and then, boom. <laughs> yes, baby. Who is you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget, if she thought that I didn't like her, she thought that I just had so many, like, preconceived notions or everything because the way I was talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, um, no, that's how I talk. Like, I'm sorry. And that's when it hit me. And I was just like, I can't be this way with it. How with you, I can't be with Glenn. How Absolutely. with Glenn, I can't be with somebody Absolutely. else. Like, I can't be that way. But that's me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, when I get comfortable, I'm expecting you. But I've always, I have always been told that people can take things different the wrong way if they don't know you or and I just be like well this is just this me mm-hmm. you know, I'm not coming at you in the wrong but if I get comfortable I'll give you the tea about yourself you know and it's just like I can't be doing that she was just like oh, you said that I'm 19 and you will never be my friend because I'm too young and I said I said that I don't I remember saying who that who said that <laughs> <laughs> people be telling me stuff about it and I said that don't sound like me and I'll be never back my head Everything like me, <laughs> but when it comes to relationships, you definitely want to know how to talk to your mate. When, when I told you about that book, um, the four agreements, mm-hmm. one of them was to speak like be impeccable with your words, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of like how you manifest things in this world. You want to say, like, you, you know, you just want to think the highest thought of someone or or do the highest thing or the highest regard of something that's positive. You know, so you want to be impeccable with your words, with your person, I mean, with your mate. If you know that they can't be consistent to save their life, right? you need to be in your mindset, oh, they're such a consistent person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they say, don't bring up the negative. At the end of the day, you just always want to continue to speak the positive because nobody feels good when you point out the negative things about them. Yeah. You know? But if it's something they need to work on, then they need that tea spilled. That, but that calls for positive reinforcement. Sometimes you got to show people yes. how to do it. Not necessarily I, just I know them. all about positive reinforcement. Because that's, that's a part of manipulation. <laughs> that's why I made that face. No, I do. I do positive reinforcement with my husband all the time. It don't work, though. But... That's a whole nother team. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> but that's why they say you need to let God to be an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Because even like I be thinking like I'll be a positive reinforcement. Oh, and he'll say, Oh, I got it. I understand it. And then he'll do the same, same thing. thing. And I'll be like, he did not get that. Give it to God. Give it to God. <laughs> yeah. You can't so, be his mama. Mm-mm. I love being people mamas. I should have been the mama. I can't wait to have five kids. But 
So we're gonna move right along. The and, oh no 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 no. So the last thing is speak love language. You need to speak their love language. Did I ever give you that love language test? No. Okay, so my love language is acts of service mm -hmm. and physical. No gifts. Acts of service and gifts. Now, I don't think it's gifts. I think it's physical touch. I only did gifts. I be telling people gifts because I was trying to manipulate them. <laughs> but it's really. I used to be like, why am I, why my love language not gifts? Who don't like gifts? But to be honest with myself and be real, acts of service is the top tier. Like, if I've been working and I come home, I would want the house to be clean. If you, you know, that's acts of service. Washing the dishes, rubbing my feet. Um, you know, rubbing my feet and, you know, just doing things that you would think that, like, okay, she'll really love if I do this. Like, or just, I love massages. Massages are, like, oh, I would love you long time if you would give me massages. Like, I love massages. So, it's extra service and um, physical touch. But you never took the test, so I'm going to let you take the test so you can see. What do you think? Okay, so it's, it's physical touch, of mm -hmm. course. Um, it's acts of service, it's gifts, and it's words of affirmation. Um, I think for me, it would definitely be physical touch and words of affirmation. Like, you got to tell me. You got to talk to me. Yeah. Like, you got to be like, oh, because I'm one of those people <laughs> in my pocket. I'm one of those people where, like, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you the sex is good. I'm going to tell you the um. food is good. You know what I'm saying? And I want to hear the same thing. If I go and cook this food, you see how I be cooking. If I go and cook all this food, how was the food? Why anybody said nothing? <laughs> I want to know, you know? So just like, you know, when I do anything, what you think? You know, I, so I think words of affirm affirmation is definitely one for me. And I honestly believe that physical touch, because baby, you got to touch me. Yeah. I think you'll you'll kind of be surprised because I thought mm -hmm. words of affirmation when it comes to food, everybody wants to know their food, you know. But um, I think the the main thing is because it gives you um, numbers like you know this is ten, this is seven, this mm -hmm. day. You'll kind of figure out. I'm gonna take point. the test and I'm gonna let y'all let y'all know next week what's going on. Yeah, what's your <laughs> what's my love language? You know, while I'm out here, you know, trying to aim. Yeah, because. When I was young, I got told, oh, I'm going to pick you up, or I love you, and this and that, and the action didn't fall suit with it. So words of affirmation is not for me because mm -hmm. it's just like, because it don't the... do nothing for me because a lot of people tarnished it. You know? Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, be real with yourself. You got to know. Me, what I love, my self-awareness. It took a long time to get to this awareness, but I think that's the biggest thing, you know, having self-awareness. Right. So... The last key is um, how to resolve conflict. You have to cut out unspoken expectations. You have to be impeccable with your words and understand that men and, men and women have different needs. Yeah, that is definitely true. Yes, you have to make, you have to make an effort to learn um that person you know when you are trying to take a trade or um get a degree in something you study it right so you get into marriage you're supposed to study that person what they like what they don't like how to react how you know different responses this and that i think that is key and if you don't follow suit with it then you know you you're gonna fail 
because you don't study. Why Why would I be in a friendship with you and I don't know that Jay don't like his feet touched? You know what I'm saying? Or this and that. Like you learned today. Don't tap. Tapping. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, I go this girl about went crazy. <laughs> Do not tap me. <laughs> he, he did that double tap I don't like tap when I was young my mom used to tap me in my mouth and that sent me in a frenzy do like, not tap me Jay Jay don't tap me no. <laughs> so understand like, that okay. love is possible love is possible and if you have not copped the book yet relationship goals and this is not no power couple or this and that this is gonna work from the inside and out it's gonna get you to understand who you are knowing that you got a purpose before a person comes mm -hmm. understanding that you know learn what you like in your singleness have fun in your singleness yes get to know god you know um grow your uh, relationship with him strengthen your relationship with him it's just so many different variations when you get in a relationship are you guys playing house are you working towards things are you being intentional with your dating you know being being honest with yourself like hey i'm in a place i just want to have one night stands or i just want to have fun or i i actually date with intent you know to marry intent to see what's going on whatever the case may be and then if you're already married knowing how to read each other knowing how to talk to each other how to handle conflicts and resolve and like i said this is ashley j with my empowerment segment love is possible and um i want everybody to win amen amen well i'm your boy j man and when we return of course i'm gonna have my ear to the streets report so please stay tuned you Victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man, and you know I'm coming with that heat in my ear to the streets. So, Ashley, you know this week has been all about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. It even been, if you mix. Even if you mix, you know, there has been so much... <laughs> Ashley is a fool, okay? <laughs> Ashley is a fool, y'all. But yes, um, it has been so much going on. There have been so many protests, so much marching. Um, you had Kanye West in Chicago. You had the Atlanta mayor. She actually was out protesting with everyone in Atlanta on yesterday. They actually placed Atlanta on a curfew. Yeah, you seen that, um... Emergency you on your phone? Yeah, the emergency alert kept going off, especially if you was on the phone. It muted your whole phone call. And oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, if you was on the phone, that emergency alert came out. It muted your whole phone call. So, you know, Atlanta has been on curfew, 9 p.m. And starting actually um, today, Friday, our curfew is 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. I think that. So, you know, that's just been like, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, they just they just trying to keep us on lockdown. Um, well, it's been a lot that's been going on that has misrepresented what we're supposed to highlight. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. So you think, know, like yeah. they said, there were a lot of people that were um, included in the protests that, you know, were actually there as agitators. 
you know, just like they found in a few different places, there were like statues of bricks or statues of rocks, not statues, but you know, um, piles. A piles of bricks yeah. or piles of rocks, you know, for basically people to like break glass and, you know, be ordered to be, be able to loot and, you know, there was even some controversy as far as, um, you know, the, uh, the, 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 whatever it's called with the, it's a bottle, it's a rag inside of it. It's basically a bomb. Oh yeah. The, the fire. Yeah. Whatever that was, you know, there was a young lady that actually worked for a news station, um, that they actually were able to, um, identify her based off of some camera footage or whatever the case may be but yeah there were a lot of yeah she was an agitator um and then there was even something that i seen on social media where this this guy had pulled up and he had threw something out basically it was the same you know pipe bomb or whatever they call it um and basically um one of the protesters ran up to the car and threw the pipe bomb back in it and you know the car ended up blowing up and smoking and all that other stuff and it was just crazy you know friday as of saturday night things really took a toll friday night things really took a toll you know i woke up sunday morning and just to watch the news and you know just to see everything yeah. that had just been taking place and all of the looting that was going on like what are we looting in gucci and louis and yeah um like- but i did want to mention you know me and you have both tried the um tlc products mm-hmm. um and there's a young lady um i'm not actually gonna mention her name but um she's one of like their top producers or whatever the case may be and she was like um she was still like promoting her brand she was like y'all worry about this black lives matter stuff and this and the third you know what i'm saying we're trying to get this money we're trying to get this money and at the end of the day she's getting a lot of backlash about it um she's like you know the tlc's one of their top producers or whatever the case may be but it's just kind of like you know where's your support for your community as an african-american and then also just to mention TLC, the company that does do the um, detox tea that we do and all of that, Nutriburst, that's not even a black-owned company, yeah. you know? So it's just a simple fact that, you know, you're you're trying to rep this company that's not even made up by African-Americans, you know, at the end of the day. Um, you're still working for the quote-unquote man, you know? <laughs> so that was just really strange to me. Um, and then also just to mention a lot of the companies that were there was one particular um two sets of african-american young ladies they had their own business out there at the shops um off of uh what is it piedmont and peachtree and all of that that's where the the lux yeah uh-huh. and basically they were doing a gofundme but what was curious to me is this isn't the first time that it has taken place that their place had been broken into and everything had been taken out of you know but we understand the situation but why do you have a gofundme if your insurance is supposed is supposed to take care of all of that basically you know yeah. so what you're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars but what you're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars for at the end of the day like you know go through the the insurance or do whatever you have to do but yeah it smell like a duck quack like a duck it it, it, it's a duck baby you know (laughs) 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 this girl is crazy man (laughs) 
But um, it was just it was just a lot going on this week, and then just to notice like a lot of people that hold some weight as far as social media platforms and this and the third, they weren't using their platforms to yeah. speak about the injustice that had been going on. It's just kind of like if I had over a hundred thousand followers, at the end of the day, I'm getting this message out you know what i'm saying but you're still just trying to promote your own business and your own thing and this and the third you know no get people to hear about you know voting and this and the third and if you are in the atlanta area june it's posted on our page what is it june 9th yeah i think it's june 9th or 12th june 9th one of these days y'all need to get y'all asses out and vote yeah. at the end of the day you want your voice heard you need to bring your ass out to the polls. Like the biggest thing that I saw was, that was alarming was in New York. Mm -hmm. And it was two SUV police and they were at um, like the protest, you know, like the barrier, right? Mm -hmm. And so I guess, and you know, that was the whole situation where I think you sent me the recording when it was just like, hey, we blocked in or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they actually showed, they ran, like they, they you know, like accelerate. And the, the people, and I was like, I wonder how many people was injured or right, died. Right, right. Because they just ran them over, and then a couple of days later, they put out the footage on the audio. And it was saying, like, hey, we, we, uh, we're we blocked in on 9th and da 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 And they were just like, you know, it's a protest. And then he was just like, run them mother effers over. And he's like, don't put that on the radio. Oh wow! Yeah, that, oh, that's, like, that's crazy. yeah, that is crazy. That's just like you know, even with viewing um, a lot of things that were shown on the news. Um, I believe it was in New York. Also, they had knocked over an elderly man that was on a cane, and he suffered some head trauma. And then there was another video where you seen they had knocked over that elderly man, um, and one of his officers like they went and helped the man up and then after this man done knocked him over now he want to go help when he see one of his fellow officers helping him like what you knocked the old man over for how is this old man a threat to you Why you got a cane <laughs> i don't even think he was a part of the protest i just think he was on the sidewalk oh, okay he had no poster nothing he got a cane <laughs> He ain't have on no mask, no nothing. And these little ass shears, shields looking like damn um, Laura Croft characters, um, <laughs> Tomb Raider or some shit. This, it just really just was upsetting just to see just like the, the unnecessary police presence in certain places and just the, the unnecessary force that had taken place. You know, it was two African-American stu students that attend HBCUs that were attacked in Atlanta on Saturday night after our podcast um they broke the window they snatched the girl out the car and then they tased the young black man which that suffered a seizure yeah and they and he suffered a seizure the boy goes the the guy went to morehouse and the young lady went to spellman he's a rid there they're originally from chicago yeah because they were saying why they targeted that car like they so supposedly there was like a statement made or something like that they had done something but legitimately from what the young lady said they were on their way home and of course with all the traffic and everything else they were on their way home and because they refused to allow them into the vehicle because i actually spoke with um 
uh, lieutenant that works for East Point just because I just wanted to get an understanding. Mm -hmm. And what he was explaining to me was that they are trained to break windows and this and the third if a assailant or someone does not let them in their vehicle. They don't roll down the window. If they're refusing to cooperate, they are trained to break the window. They are trained to utilize their tasers and this and the third. But this young man did nothing wrong. He suffered a seizure um, and a bunch of uh, different wounds. I want to say he had to get like 6 to 12 stitches or something of that sort. But it was just unnecessary force that was used. But one thing about it is our mayor stepped in and those officers were officers were fired immediately immediately for using excessive force so i appreciate you know keisha lance bottoms for what she has done and as far as you know trying to show you know her efforts and this and the third but something has to be done you know what i'm saying because it, it's just gotten outrageous. It, it really but, has gotten outrageous oh, so, so many different levels from the police standpoint from the civilians the protesters yeah. it's just gotten crazy like they're attacking black-owned businesses. People are putting up signs, this is a black-owned business. Yeah, they're yeah. having to put up signs that this is a black-owned business. And, you know, I posted something on our Instagram where it was basically like, um, it was like, uh, George Floyd died for no reason. Um, and because of it, they, um, they looted black-owned businesses. And this has to stop. But it was just like the wording was incorrect. Yeah. Basically, George Floyd died for no reason. This has to stop. And because of it, black businesses were looted. Yeah. You know? But it's just, we we take into account so many different things, but we don't necessarily um, have a purpose and, and get anything out of it. At the end of the day, our president thinks we're a joke. Yeah. You know? Um, Snapchat reported on yesterday that they were no longer going to do any free um, or any any support of President Trump. They they refuse to to support anybody that agrees to um, any racial injustice or that agrees that any sort of um, excessive force should be used, you know, in peaceful protests. Yeah. Um, but just on a few um, lighter notes, uh, Kanye West has just been all over social media. Um, he's been blessing the families of uh, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. You know, that was a young lady that was a nurse um, that was murdered. And Gregory Floyd, um, he donated over $2 million to the families and legal teams of these, um, these young people. As well as, um, he set up a college fund for George Floyd's daughter. She's so cute, by the way. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video or not when she was like, um, my daddy changed the world. And I just thought it was just like the cutest thing ever. Like, you know, um, just to hear her say something so positive, you yeah. know, and at the end of the day, you know, those are the things that you don't see, you know. Yeah, and then yeah and then to also find out like all of the girls at the club that he worked at that he did security at all the girls that were like there was a picture posted to him and it's like three white girls on this side three white girls on that side and he it was basically said like everybody loved him like he was yeah. harmless you know what i'm saying yeah he was a big dude but he was harmless yeah, at they, the end of the his, day even his brother said he was a, a gentle giant yeah he was a gentle giant and most of us are you know what i'm saying people get intimidated by our size and our stature but just to see that you know also the officer 
that initially, you know, was arrested that did place his knee, you know, they worked together at that nightclub. Yeah, I think that. And, you know, it's just, you know, jealousy, envy, it all gets in the way at the end of the day. He took out he took advantage of an opportunity. And it's just so good to hear that at the end of the day that they are that that him plus the other three officers are gonna be charged. Yeah. But even to also find out that a judge has ruled that the um, three white men that were involved in the Ahmad Aubrey case, they have enough evidence that they're definitely going to trial. And they should definitely be charged. Moving on to a higher note, you know the mayor of DC is an African American woman. And um, the section of 16th Street in front of the White House is now called Black Lives Matter Plaza. That's dope. That's dope. That's definitely dope. Like, I can't wait to go and take a picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know. We gotta go. Yeah, we definitely gotta go. Like, it's just certain things that at the end of the day you have to experience in life. And that this, knowing that, okay, 2020, we didn't deal with a pandemic. We didn't deal with all these crazy protests. You know, next week they say an alien's coming to town. And, you know, we got to go to D.C. to take a, a good photo in front of this street sign. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be a national... It's going to be in history books. Yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely going to be in the history 2020, books. We thought 2020 was going to be the year of yeah. prosperity. Prosperity. The year of double vision, double portion. And it has been double hell. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, like I said in, at, in the last podcast, at Yo, the end God of the day, God is for... up to something at the end of the day, you know, and we just have to be ready for whatever he's up to. You know, I was uh, editing our video and my mom was like, you sound like somebody grandma <laughs> talking about, you better latch on. You better latch on. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, it's true. Like at the end of the day, all this stuff going on in the world, you, you got to have some sort of Ability. You got to have some sort of foundation, and why not have that foundation in God, you know? Amen. Amen. Um, so, you know all the people that were stealing for Apple? All the people that were stealing for Apple, I feel so sorry for them because Apple put out a report basically stating that all of those devices have been disabled and they're being tracked. So, if you out there trying to sell any of that stuff or if you done picked up some that you know is hot, I do not suggest trying to use it, activate it, or anything of the sort, because Apple is on to it. But, you know, it's crazy. You know, my mom, she's like a, a label girl, like, you know. And so somebody had came across my timeline and was like, oh, I know some people that hit the Chanel store, hit me up, yada, yada, yada. And she went on his page and she was like, baby, he looked like the flea market. I ain't worried about none of that. Mm-mm. She was like, and I wouldn't tell, she was like, I wouldn't tell nobody to get anything from him because at the end of the day, like, all that stuff is tracked. It's got serial numbers. So, yeah. all that Louis Vuitton, this and the third. If something happened to your inventory. bag, yeah, yeah, they got inventory, all of that, and, and serial numbers, and this and the third. So, number one, you can't return it. If something break or whatever the case may be, you can't go and get it repaired because it's going to come up as stolen or whatever the case yeah. may be. But it's just crazy because it's like you're attacking all these high fashion companies or you're attacking all these stores just like with the icebox. None of the jury in the cases was real. Yep. He kept all the real stuff in the the safe safe. because he learned from past experiences. Yep. So, you know, that's just kind of like one of those things. Um, I've seen it. Yeah. But I wanted to end on a high note. Um, LA mayor 
Eric Garcetti. Um, he cut $150 million from the LAPD to reinvest in colored communities. Now, I'd love to know what he's going to do with that $150 million and how he's going to reinvest it, what exactly he's going to do, and what exactly he considers, considers a colored community at the end of the day. You know, is yeah. it the, the hood that Nipsey Hussle grew up in? You know, what is it? You know, is it uh, some boulevard, whatever it might be? You know, what do you consider a colored community and what exactly do you mean when you say that you're going to reinvest you know does that mean that you're going to gentrify it and move all african americans out or what's going to take place you we'll know have to see. we're definitely going to have to see um but guys please make sure that you do get out and vote um it is that time get out and vote make sure if you can't get out and vote you're getting this absentee ballot but get your voices heard. If you want your voices heard, you got to go out there and vote. You got to check on the right things. And um, there's one particular section that I definitely want you guys to pay attention to. It's basically stating that if somebody has been convicted of a felony, should their voters' rights be restored? Please answer yes. We definitely want people to be able to vote. Just because you made some mistakes in the past, doesn't mean it should affect how your future goes. But as promised, I have gave you my ear to the streets reports. I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>